This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and sometimes it's fun to take a boob out just because it's there. Hey, absolutely. I like to hold one like it's a pet cat and I'm reading the news. That's what I like to do. <laughs> that wasn't my joke. Hey, I'm Brandy Posey. Uh, <laughs> Brandy, it's two jokes. Ah, yes. Mm. Give them to me. I'm smiggling well the jokes in the played. opening. <laughs> Thank you. Um, pro tip, everybody. Invest in crypto just to have something on your phone to check that isn't Twitter. Mm. Mm. I'm Tess Barker, and okay, so when men go bald, it's sexy, but when I go bald, it's a Brazilian bikini wax. (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Wow. Those ladies mentioned at the beginning. That's us. Oh, my God. Hi. <laughs> Feels so good to be heard by you. Uh, Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. We're here again. Um, yeah. You guys have anything to say before we bring our guests on? Any burning issues? We got five voices on the microphone. Let's just get into it, baby. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> They're the hosts of the Water Friends 4 podcast. We're very excited to have them on the show. Gabrielle Ruiz and Paula V. Sastry. What up, Woo-hoo! ladies? What Hi, is up? Oh. I have to say the hey. warm up of just getting on Zoom and us just like getting it together was my might have might have been the most productive, sexiest thing of like we're ready to roll we're ready to roll because we're all podcasting and we're all podcasters and we're also all women (laughs) we're also ladies and we were just like we got it we got it okay just uh clap together go it was the sexiest experience i've ever had yeah Yeah. we're not fucking around here oh yeah yeah. thank you for appreciating that yeah (laughs) (laughs) we're just professionals in our various rooms in our houses with microphones Mm -hmm. just doing our thing hoping our pets don't bark or meow or and also lady to lady like tess i was like half expecting you to say something about going like actually bald on your head because like i'm like i was like is she gonna trigger me with my (laughs) postpartum hair loss right now like (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad you did it though (laughs) yeah No, just about my bear pussy, which like now that I'm vaccinated, uh, well, there's only one person that's my husband. So n- listeners, that I was going to say, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm vaccinated, the same person's going to keep seeing my vagina. And- <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We're very excited to have Yay. you. Um, yeah. We're thrilled, too. We love you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's not it's not rare we do five guests, so I feel like it's always a special oh, man. a special chance, you know, for us to go in. Yeah. Cause some people are like, um, like you guys laugh too much. We have gotten yeah. that there's too many cackles. So we're note. like, well get I mean, we're do gonna they add not two know more the title of the show. I mean, get over it. Just prepare yourself. Speaking <laughs> of the title of the show and pussies, I just want to talk about real fast. Like, mm-hmm. I had to give up the Brazilian wax like two years after giving it a Why? try because my pee goes everywhere. Oh my God, what oh, is that? Everywhere. What is that? 
I it's know. Like, we don't realize that the uh, having the like the, what do they call it? The landing strip is actually yeah. like it is a <laughs> it gives direction to the to I, your bodily no. function. And you would never Everywhere. think it until it happens. I will never forget the first you it's like it's like your pee goes on like what's that mode on the hose? Uh, sprinkler mode. Wide spray. spray. Yeah, wide jet spray. Mm, nobody wants This that. is very interesting to me because I will say this before. Tess Barker talks uh, is someone who you know has talked about how she doesn't have have hair down there but also no. has talked about what a proficient peer she is well let me ask you guys this though because i barely ever get a brazilian wax i usually just okay. keep my pussy shaved mm. which means i'm no, sorry is, but yeah. we're talking about it i don't have because i'm shaving i can't say it's truly bald now i wonder if the remaining inaccessible little nubbles and whiskers are probably. what's my pee. No, probably. It's like I'm a guiding, so it's a guiding strip, you know, and like, it's like, okay, it's like when you sweat on your face, that's what your yeah. eyebrows and eyelashes for the wind are for, is to keep things going elsewhere. And like, I, and the yeah. mustache. Yeah, and the stash. Yes. And the stash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. there is, there's a exactly. difference between just shaving and when you get a Brazilian, Nothing. it's Bear. mayhem. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> It's like it's it's a grassy knoll instead of a concrete. <laughs> exactly. I really think your listeners exactly. are gonna love this. If they like cackling, if they like oh, cackling, yes. they're gonna like oh, landing yeah. strip conversation. And you know what? Yeah. Someone's gonna be very relieved that somebody talked about it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Exactly. Yeah. You're not alone. Oh, for You're sure. Not alone. For sure. Uh, exactly. You know, and much like all grousy knolls, watch out for the second shooter in this situation as yes. well, everybody. Keep your keep your eyes out. Thank Thank you. Can I make a pussy conspiracy joke? That's the Brandy Posey style, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we were talking before we started rolling about these anniversary. Yes. Presents. Yes. 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 <laughs> Well, I mean, the thing is, is that I couldn't even remember how many years I had been married, let alone that there is a different gift for every year, because now I'm like, fuck, should I be like going back and like backlogging and being like, listen, bitch, you owe me for number six and seven because we never did anything for that year. Oh, (laughs) shit. Yeah. You might be due some paper goods or something. I do. Brandy, what's year six? You have it written down in a notebook, don't you? Yeah. Well, so you know, here's here's the thing. My my month my planner that I got for this year in the back of it oh, it has a couple of these lists. In. It has flowers of the month. I've got <laughs> it's built in. I didn't. I I would not have written gonna, this down. I, I was going to want to unpack it's that. There, I wanted to unpack and now it's good information. Yeah. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No, it's it's built in. It's, I've got nautical measurements. <laughs> oh. I've got um, I've got uh apothecary weights back you here. Need that during uh, apothecary. That's when you need it. Yes. yes. Wait, I can mean, you tell me what's an apothecary weight is? Anthropology? Um, She's talking about the store. It has... The anthrop- anthrop- right? Apothecary's <laughs> weight, yeah, uh, 20 grains Good equals one scruple. Good for you. Which equals... Harry Potter? 1.296 grams. I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's in the notebook, uh, which means it's... <laughs> it's Somebody thought it was real at one point or another. Scruples, <laughs> drams, ounces, and pounds. That's how apothecaries we- measure things, which I think is why we don't you. hear from them okay. anymore. No. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> Unless you're watching a weird modern version of like, you know, Romeo and Juliet or something. Exactly. Yes, that's very Romeo and Juliet. And also, I feel like every third dispensary is called sure. apothecary. I can. Oh, yeah. They love to throw that word mm-hmm. around for sure. 
apothecaries yeah. are having a heyday with exactly. the weed becoming legal. Um, but I do have a wedding anniversary list. So it's interesting because it goes from 1st to the 15th. There's one every year. And then it goes 20, 20th, 15th, 20th, yeah. 25th, 30th, 35th, 40th, 45th, 50th. 50th, 60th. Oh. There's nothing. There's nothing after 60. Uh, oh, so, so like, rude. God damn! If you stayed alive that long, first of all, when did you get married? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but so, so, well, a couple of so, so three of you guys are married already. So let's see how many of these you actually know. Paper. What is the, fir- the first? The okay, first. I know. That's a good quiz. Paper, paper. Yes, paper. Okay. Cotton. Second. Cotton. Okay. Third. Did I get him for a third year? Mm. Third. Uh, uh, I should know this. I'm only married for four. Ah, what did we do for three? Shit. I don't remember. Third. Oh, I thought you getting... were asking him. I was like, <laughs> he is, he's, like he's just sitting he's right, just off. right <laughs> silently <laughs> off camera. Perfect. But here's the thing, though. Like, her husband is the type of person who would memorize a list like that. Like, he would. Uh, well, I mean, fair. I have to tell you this. Here's a fun story about the one year I got him paper. He was traveling for a family funeral, came back, and he's like, are you sure I'm okay with landing on our one-year anniversary? And I was like, yes, I can't go to the funeral, of course. And he comes home. I have this really pretty thing for him. And um, he hadn't gotten me anything yet because he was like, I'll get it for you tomorrow. And I'm like, "Okay, that's fine. However, if (laughs) just so you know, now, since it's one year, if I let it go two more years or one more year, I have no reason to defend myself. I need flowers every year. I was like, you need to give me flowers Mm -hmm. every year. And he's like, but Mm -hmm. I was traveling. I was like, and a cart. And he's like, but I was I was like, yeah, that means you were in eight airports. You could have like. You know, on your phone, when you had flowers, you could have like, you know. Yeah. That's <laughs> what airports are for. And I was like, the only reason I'm up this harshly yeah. is I'm your wife, of course. But at the second time, like, I can't ever say this First again. Like, I can never say this again. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because then it will devalue the flowers. Like, you just need to know that. I'll never be able never to defend myself it. ever like, again. You'll never know. And then I'll just be passive aggressive and then we'll fight about it for 10 years. Exactly. So, <laughs> so much better, much better to, to just know. know. I will say yeah. I... I told my boyfriend recently that he wasn't spoiling me enough. Mm. Oh my god. It's good to tell them. It's good to tell them. <laughs> and he's like, well, I give you plenty of attention. And I was like, that's, that's very not the same thing. So I told him this, and oh I'm gonna god. link you guys to this thing. And then I was uh-huh. randomly looking at stuff online and I found this port these portable bathtubs, which are just kind of like weird in and of themselves. But then we watched a video. It's like, it looks like a giant cooler where you get like snapped into it, but we watched a video where this guy takes it down, he puts it on the ground, he unfolds it, he fills it with water, he gets the bath ready, and then the woman gets in and he snaps her into it. And I was like, this, this is being spoiled. Is 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 it? Is this being her, spoiled? Her face in this Amazon photo looks very spoiled, as well as this is something that you would have found it's in a Sky Mall magazine. Okay. Very Oh my Sky God, Mall. yes. Shout out to a real one. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this and a bronze um, uh, Bigfoot. That's what I'm after from a Sky oh, Mall. Oh God, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Big that's ass, the thing is really a Sky Mall, a different Sky Mall thing for every that's anniversary what we is what done. we really should have yeah. been the list. Okay, cute. so number three is when it gets fun. We got number one, paper number two cotton leather, number three yes. leather leathers comes in Ooh, number sexy. three oh, come on three sexy. Yeah. yeah third is gonna be great fourth books okay. or flowers oh so I will like that one technically yeah. that's when flowers comes in um, mm. fifth but we've already established flowers is everyone listening <laughs> flowers is every year 
Just know that. You know what, though? I have a rebuttal. I have a rebuttal to that. Because to me, at first, I was really not into flowers. Now I'll accept them. But, like, I wasn't into flowers because... I'm not a big flower person. Well, because they die. And, like, it's like, it's... Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to Mm -hmm. hang on to that. And so I remember the first... Um, gift that my husband then at the time was my boyfriend sent to me. I was a senior in college is when we started dating and Mm. or when we got back together after a breakup Um, (laughs) because I broke up with him because Uh he sent me flowers. (gasps) <laughs> oh, wow. to a recital <laughs> and I was like what is this shit like I don't like this is a waste like you could have like flown in instead of sending like <laughs> oh my you know God. what I mean I just like like don't send me something that's gonna die what am I gonna do with this I'm a, yeah, I'm a college student with like limited desk space <laughs> <laughs> to me, they smell like funerals, so I just never really want one. <laughs> but That's I mean, me. I guess like yeah. to me, like, I don't know. Do you guys like getting gifts like expendable things like cookies or like olive oils or bath stuff? I don't know. I don't mind getting stuff that's like a little tree. I mean, I like, like flowers. Use it. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an experience. In my opinion, that's an experience. And like I I actually do I gift through food as well. So mm-hmm. I you know, I, I get that. I get that part of it. That's the, to me that's experiencing something. So like, you know, if it's cookies, like we'll eat it together, maybe yeah. eat it off yeah. of me or something, you know. Yeah, I guess yeah. yeah. But yeah, to me flowers, <laughs> see I would prefer and I like I love and accept all gifts very much and I'm very my husband spoils the shit out of me. Like honestly, it's kind of like I'm just like, Oh my god, you're so much you're very good at this. And so like our first anniversary, I actually shit the <laughs> bed like he did such a good job he did such I thought a you were good on the anniversary shit the bed period I should be welcome yeah and I got us I got us the best toilet paper, paper ever paper thank you <laughs> I had to show it off somehow but like we didn't establish that we were gonna I didn't know about the themes or right, maybe I heard about them and I forgot that I wasn't sure I wasn't aware on the first anniversary that we were gonna be doing the themes and so like he put together this like really sweet he got me these beautiful flowers and then he had this really sweet card and then tickets to the theater because it was paper and I had nothing mm. nothing yeah, yeah. Mm. I my eyes just started watering up and I was like um I have to go to Target and I just like I had to roll <laughs> you and my husband I at remember Target. Tess I got an emergency phone call from Tess she was like I just fucked up I was like what is going on? <laughs> But we do hold on to the guilt a lot longer. You know what I'm saying? Like as women, yeah. like we feel that guilt on like a cellular level. And it's right, like after that, right. we're like, we, we must recover. We must fix this. At least that's how I see it. Exactly. Now I have like the added layer of like mom guilt. Actually, but speaking of gifts, though, I don't really ask for gifts in general. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember last year um, for my birthday, I'm, I'm a summer baby and like it was quarantine last year. And so it was like just around the, around midsummer when everybody was like, is it safe to be in somebody's backyard mm-hmm. at six feet apart? You know? Yeah. Um, and so I had had like, you know, maybe four or five friends that came and sat in my backyard with me. We all mm-hmm. were, were wearing masks and whatnot. But during the day that day, I said, all I want for my birthday is to be left alone. Oh, just yeah. want to <laughs> nice. be by myself. <laughs> And did they do it? Yeah. Yeah. So he was, was on it? baby duty all day. Oh, so great. That's I, awesome. I sat with my feet in um, some like uh, like a foot bath and then mm-hmm. I did a body scrub and then I mm. put on some like 
eye patches for the whole day and I just binge watched television and didn't hear a baby cry for the whole time. It was great. That sounds just nice. Dressed up like a like a soft pirate. My brother's an eye patch on. It's just you with your feet in a, in a, th- in a tub with an eye patch over one eye. <laughs> the gel cooling pads. It's the gel cooling yeah. pads. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, my brother has three kids and one of his last birthdays, it was must have been before quarantine, but my sister-in-law told me that he just he just woke up and they were like, where's dad? And he had just driven by oh, yeah. himself to a restaurant and just ate breakfast alone. <laughs> and he came home and they were like, didn't you want to no. eat breakfast with us? And he was like, no, that was amazing. <laughs> that was the best breakfast I've ever had. <laughs> That's the thing about, I mean, I'm two weeks away from having a baby and I have to say, people are asking me frequently now, are you ready? Are you just ready to meet her? Or are you ready to not be pregnant? And I'm like, listen, I'm uncomfortable. Okay. Like I'm, I'm, I cannot sit up by myself. Mm-hmm. I finally, Philip, please tie my shoes for me. We are at that point now. But I'm enjoying the quiet, <laughs> you know, and because I'm 36. I yeah. When we got married, I was like enjoying my singledom. And then also now I'm just enjoying like, again, like I made fucking waffles for myself on Sunday morning with fucking strawberries and fucking powdered sugar, bitches. You know, like I'm not going to do that mm-hmm. again for 10 <laughs> <Right>. to 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're and about to be the covered waffle in a will be thrown to the floor, while, you know, by yeah. a toddler. And it's just like I, I right. know what I'm giving up, but I'm also going to enjoy my waffle maker because mm-hmm. I love it and all by myself. So it's a good thing that you recognize that, Pallavi. That's great. I mean, I feel like it's great that you <laughs> are agree. recognizing it, and it's yeah. like the calm before yeah. the storm. Nap. Like I get to. And like just appreciating <laughs> even the little last couple of weeks, just like yeah. really taking that in and like appreciating it. All right. So hold on. Let me just go through a couple more of these anniversaries okay. just for the listener in case they're curious about anything. We got fifth anniversary. It's wood. <laughs> uh, okay. Sixth is iron or sugar. Seventh, we got copper or wool. Wait, iron or sugar? Iron or sugar is six. What? Pick that, a mineral. You, just pick one. Okay. Yeah. I don't like these choices because to me, yeah. the, like the sixth is like the '80s rock anniversary. Apparently, is like what we just learned. The problem <laughs> is like it's is already weird. Don't give us options. Just give us one Thank thing. You. Just say one thing. <laughs> because just like, say one thing. Yeah, we're, but maybe we're iron have... can be iron can be food. You know, carrots oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh my god! Imagine getting a bag of carrots for your sixth <laughs> anniversary. Let Imagine. Me. Yeah, here you go. It's now now we work on things together. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then we've got seventh copper or wool. We got eight bronze or pottery. Weird. Mm. Ninth. Oh, I like that. Yeah, ninth straw or willow. Oh, I think okay. maybe just someone's don't, really yeah. Just don't give anybody anything for your ninth anniversary. I think. Yeah. That's when you get the Did, flowers. <laughs> I feel like the apothecary person also wrote this list because now it's mm. getting real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to go find out who wrote this list and then I'm going to beat them up and I'll be back for the second segment. All right. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys. We'll be, we'll be right back, back in a second. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with the host of the What Are Friends 4 podcast. Why don't you ladies say your name so everyone knows you because we didn't get it in the first one. Yeah, sure. My name is uh, Gabrielle Ruiz. <laughs> and my name is Pallavi Sastry. <laughs> or Pallavi, let's do it like when we, when we do in the show. Yeah, do it. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go first, okay? Ready? This is how we enter the show every time. No, really. What Are Friends 4? My name is Pallavi Sastry. 
And I'm Pallavi's best friend, Gabrielle Ruiz. Aww. Aww. Cute, right? Very we found it like in the middle of season two. <laughs> I love yeah. it. How long have you guys been best when you friends find for? Your signatures. Oh, well, we've been friends for 15 years, but more like we started as colleagues because Gabrielle and I were not very good at being girlfriends with other people <laughs> when we were younger. Um, which is, it's True a skill, story. though. Don't you guys agree? Yeah. It's a skill. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were definitely, like, very ambitious people. We went to school in Oklahoma and met uh, on a summer theater gig um, when we were the stars of High School Musical on stage. Like you do Ooh. in 2007. Hey. Yes. Very 2007, yes. <laughs> um, and then we would like just run into each other in waiting rooms um, for Broadway musical auditions. And then I think we saw each other at a street fair in Queens once. And we were like, hey, hey, hey girl. Hey, doing? girl. Yeah. Good to see you. Let's hang out. Nice. Bye. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking like, about? It's like, what show are you doing right now? It was the most awkward thing. And I and I remember being with my sister at the time, and I told her, I was like, I don't know why I told her, let's hang out later. Like, I don't know. <laughs> what would I fucking talk to her about? <laughs> And then enter podcasting. <laughs> well, enter, enter like growing up and then realizing mm-hmm. that you... Uh, didn't try to make cultivate like deep relationships with people that were platonic versus just romantic or just work and new york city definitely feeds the work side Um, and i guess you make as much time as you can in the romantic side of new york because like if you if i'm living in queens and i can't date a guy in brooklyn it's impossible like it's just impossible yeah and so you know there's a lot of train lines we got different water and the pizza and the boroughs they compost over there they're just gonna judge me you can make it you can make yeah i mean you can make it on a flight to boston in the time it takes you to get from (laughs) queens to to brooklyn like Mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a problem. Oh yeah, I dated we someone in We have the same in issue in LA too. Yes. With yeah. the be- mm-hmm. Santa Monica that's our Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> actually yeah. actually we're Brooklyn. Actually right, yes. right, right. But we're Brooklyn. Yeah. Get it right. Santa Monica's yeah. uh, Jersey City or something. That's so interesting <laughs> that you guys yeah. say that though. So so you feel like when you were like did you audition like on the same things or when would you would just see each other? You were in high school musical together and you would just kind of see each other around like theater stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we didn't always audition for the same stuff because she was, you know, she entered the business as a dancer and I, I was more of the singer actor route. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, we would definitely like uh, every so often cross paths or it could be like in New York. It's kind of like being on the quad whenever you're in like mm-hmm. Hell's Kitchen around all the yeah. theaters and stuff. So you just run into people. And um, Astoria was where all of us lived <laughs> in Queens. I um, love that. And then yeah. um, we I, I started I learned about vision boards when I finally was becoming rabid and senseless in New York and I needed to like actually figure out my soul because it was dying and you know happy with money or not happy with the gig or not like I was still dying in my soul and I found what vision boarding was and I loved it because it was so it just initiated uh so much of my subconscious and like really really wanted long term you know Saturn's return 26 years Mm -hmm. old you're having that moment and um, I started inviting people over. My roommate and I started inviting people over for vision boards. So you get to meet people on the account of your dreams versus just work. And that was the first moment for me where I was like, wow, I'm not, I don't need to be anything but myself or mm-hmm. even try to be. I don't have to be a yogi. I don't have to be a theater person. I don't have to have some sort of identity. I can just like find um, a necklace or an elephant in a, in a 
and a magazine be stimulated by that and then share that to someone they'll be like I get that too and so like that was like the second thing that for me that really helped me just like get off of myself my god just talking about myself all fucking day and that's part of the business like you go in an audition you're like here I am here's 30 seconds of my best and sell 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 and I just Mm -hmm. I never was asking people how are you and then listening (laughs) What what a concept (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. funny because as stand-ups like I feel like we we're in the trenches together maybe in a different way because we're like doing mics every you know every night yeah. and stuff like that so sure. we get really close but it's funny because we're also you know a, a obsessed with ourselves and stuff but we're we're finding out how people are on stage so it's like well I don't have to ask a question I just heard them talk about it yeah, <laughs> yeah. interesting yeah. that's very interesting well and plus you're also like if people you're coming up with too you're watching each other fail publicly over and over and over again while you're mm. figuring it out so it does like create like a bond because you're just like oh shit yes. they love I, they figured out that joke that so you end up well, cheering for people in yeah. a lot of different ways I think the musical theater hustle and the theater hustle is different from the stand-up hustle too like the, oh, the actors, sure. absolutely. Going, oh no that's like, what I'm saying yeah. your whole yeah. fucking life different. is like yeah I mean like the I'm just so in awe of people who do that hustle in New York because it's like of course how could you have time for anything and then on top yeah. of that you're like the bars never close and you're supposed to you're out social like I don't know how everyone is not on cocaine in that city I don't know it's Listen, like, I mean, like we were we were either just like drinking coffee like crazy or like we were just getting sick and asleep all the time like it was just like, yeah. it was yeah. it was pretty nuts and like I don't think we realized um I think for Gabrielle and I in in particular with our relationship like I think it was that vision boarding experience and like actually going over to each other's apartments and not talking about theater where I was just like <laughs> oh like Gabrielle's like not this intense person that I just thought she like, like she was just not like this like you know hard rail <laughs> of a person <laughs> um, and same for myself like for me like it was like don't show anybody any weakness that was my thing mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like don't, sure. don't share anything that would make you seem less worthy or of a, a, a able you know what I mean in -hmm. any way um and so you know all of a sudden when you tell somebody yeah I just like I'm I'm kind of struggling because like it's hard to pay my bills here and you know I need to figure something else out so I'm going to transition into something else like I don't know what this business is for me anymore and like that just just saying that is like oh like you're a real person like with for with sure, real, yeah. With real mm-hmm. problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. So then, cut before we get to the podcasting thing, both of us kind of moved to L.A. at the same time, within, like, the same 12 months. We were friends by then, and, like, legit friends hung out outside of work, and we had things to say to each other. We finally figured that out. Um, Paul of you moves, and uh, I just remember having more time in Los Angeles versus New York City because I wasn't so fucking tired. I was like, mm-hmm. I had time and I was lucky to come with a job, but only work Monday through Friday because Broadway yeah. is Tuesday through Sunday, eight shows a week and Monday's not really a day off. It's a productive yeah. day off. And I was so floored that I could actually call someone and be like, hey, do you want to go like hiking and then maybe get dinner? Like that's like Mm -hmm. three hours of a commitment with the person that you don't have time in New York for. Yeah, the Mm -hmm. pitch really is Los Angeles. Shit is easy here. (laughs) (laughs) i mean there was a moment where like we were both like fairly new here and we made a lot of our friends by taking them to our new our new love at the time which was indoor rock climbing so we would like take them to the to the rock climbing gym and we would like spend like three or four hours a day with them we're like man like nobody works in this town nobody works (laughs) wait i have to ask you are you guys still rock climbing because my sister's really into that right now and i'm like it sounds like something i'd really like to get obsessed with 
It's yeah, I mean, it fantastic. was fun to yeah, yeah. We it's fun to be obsessed with. That's for sure. But like we said, it's like a it's like a two hour commitment when you go. So like for me, having a toddler right now, I can't I can't uh, justify yeah. that. And also like it was one of those like high impact things. Like if you fall off the wall, like you know, you it's not one of those things you can justify doing while you're pregnant. So like as soon as I found <laughs> out I was pregnant, I was like, I gotta stop doing this shit. Okay, for sure. For <laughs> I remember <laughs> I wanted to get into it a few years ago, but I kind of wanted to like find something on my own. I didn't want to like really do it with anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then I get there and I'm like oh you literally have to come here with someone (laughs) somebody else has your vote I wanted to do it alone and then I was like this is not gonna work that's so true I'm free soloing this shit get the fuck out of my way (laughs) (laughs) typical um, Ugh, but yeah, she like, I remember I called her to tell her we were moving to LA and literally the first thing she said was she said Paula V we're gonna have babies together and I was like oh that sounds really nice. <laughs> what a concept. So no, but like just there. I mean, I was okay with having kids in New York and doing the, the, the stroller down the subway stairs and all of that madness. I was, I was going to be ready for that. But the fact that I didn't have to do that because crazy ex-girlfriend kind of kept me here and like just created the first upgrade of stability for mm-hmm. me. And I, we, my husband, and I made a plan to be here, be here and financially plan that way, which was super fun. But it just was the icing on the cake that Paul V and Hari were able to move over here as well. It was uh, great. That's the and then Paul V started the podcast a year before mm-hmm. I joined. Right, Paul? Oh, nice. Yeah, it was like an experiment, actually. Um, keeping It was about keep, trying to keep in touch with friends when proximity isn't your, isn't your ally. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to stay friends with people because they're there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and so that was what the experiment was. And then the friend that I started at the time didn't really want to, like, go hard on it. And I was like, well, I'm going to go hard on it. And so I went to the first person I knew would be as intense with me. And that was Gabrielle. <laughs> and here we Full are. Full circle moment. We're like, you're an intense person. Yeah, let's, let's like, do the same. Send me the like, contract. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's, let's do paperwork, you know? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. That is, it is such a, like, this last year has been such a blessing to have the show for us. Because it's, like, us, we've been able to see so many people all of our friends like every week to get catch back up and everything too it's been there it's it's nice to like you know as you get older i think it's it becomes hard to like prioritize those like friendships so like being able to put like definitely at least an hour a week on the calendar that i know that i'm gonna see at least those two it's like Mm -hmm. yeah so nice just to be like oh good i know i know i will see my friends (laughs) and like don't you feel like if you were think if you were to think about it for even you know 10 seconds like where are the resources um that are plenty like plentiful about platonic love because the me- media is like so focused on us being partnered and like there's so many resources about romance right mm-hmm. and like mm. how to like get a boyfriend how to keep a boyfriend how to like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's it's so much about talking about romantic love as like the highest love and we were like no it actually kind of takes the same skills to yes. keep like really good friendships and that's what our experience was to like get to this place in our own friendship and we're like we should talk about that because like lo- yeah. we're we're apparently in the age of loneliness so like why aren't mm-hmm. we talking more about not being lonely even when we cuz you know we can be lonely why, even when right. we're partnered of course oh, yeah. yeah of course and i mean a, yeah that's yeah. we have people write into us all the time this is a very common thing that people go through is like moving somewhere new and having a hard time meeting platonic friends because like you said if you're trying to date mm-hmm. it's actually obviously as we all know very easy to date randos wherever you want to go but like trying to meet new people or establish platonic relationships as an adult mm-hmm. is like a huge it's really challenge difficult. and like yeah. yeah i have a thousand percent like yes i think like Female friends are like the most important. There's like, it's such an important relationship in life. 
Mm-hmm. 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 Like, yeah. And it's like chemically things happen to us when we're together. It's like in a good yeah. way. In a good <laughs> yeah. way. It's like yeah. <laughs> our, mm-hmm. our, our chemistry, our body chemistry, like does good things for us in like the longevity of our life because we hang out and talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> it's so interesting because like I remember my, my favorite show growing up was The Golden Girls. And I just always, as a child, was always like, oh, well, eventually I'll have a dead husband and I'll live with three of my friends. And that's kind of... <laughs> like- that's just kind of the way that I've just like since, since I was a child, I've been like, well, that's just what's going to happen, and I can't, frankly, can't look, can't wait for it. Looking forward to it. <laughs> can't wait to bury a man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this is it. This is five people right here. That was five Golden Girls, wasn't it? It's four. So we it's have four. an extra, but that's okay. Yeah. Quirky neighbor. Whatever. Yeah, quirky neighbor next door. You got a, a buddy that hangs out. Totally fine. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that, it's so, yeah, but that's like one of the, like the few shows that I was like, no, this is like the power of like women friendships and like the way that they have each other's back in a way that like, you know, relationships for romantic ones can kind of come and go, but like you're, it just really instills how important those other platonic friendships are to you. Mm-hmm. I will say yeah. that I just would shout out to my ro- romantic relationships for giving my other friends something to be annoyed about with me because I feel like that that brings them together. You, you know? think your romantic so, relationships make your other friends annoyed with you? Well, no, just I mean the fucking idiots I've dated. You know oh, what I mean? Like, your past. like going over, going just like yeah. going over the minutia of like, who cares? <laughs> this guy's obviously an asshole. Uh, <laughs> break up with him, girl. No, as, again. As the person who is always listening to it, it was always entertaining. Don't worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> Which begs the question, have you all ever had a romantic relationship that was able to evolve to platonic yes yeah yeah i have i tried but (laughs) i have two two or three exes that are good friends yeah Uh, one of one of my dearest friends one of my Mm -hmm. dearest friends was an ex too ck edwards (laughs) he's a gabrielle and i both know him so like and and his wife is uh two weeks due two weeks after gabrielle (laughs) oh nice (laughs) yeah my last like other big relationship i had in la i thought we were going to be friends afterwards and then he kind of just ghosted on me so i feel like i was putting in the effort there yeah maybe he couldn't he was like i can't do this he couldn't hang yeah yeah i can't do this Mm. (laughs) it is a tough one though that's a that's the toughest transition i would say no my husband and i were friends for like a really long time before we started dating i think we were friends for like at least seven years before Mm. we started dating so i went Mm. the opposite way (laughs) yeah so did i my husband and i met when we were Eight years old. Whoa. Wow. Oh my god, that's <laughs> crazy! And were you guys like in each other's lives like a lot in your childhood? Uh, mostly for holidays because my extended family is from the Bay Area, which is where he grew up. So like I would see him like two or twice a year, maybe. Um, oh, like, that's the, so cute. Yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. What's like the youngest picture together that you guys have? Oh, good question. I'd have to probably fish that out, but there's probably like a Christmas photo somewhere that I could Aww. find where I'm like eight or nine years old. Yeah. Wow, that's, so that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for I sure. That. That's so mm. funny. So when did you guys uh, get get together then? Um, when I was in college, when I was saying earlier, oh, okay. when I broke yeah, up yeah. with him because he got me flowers. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, you should know me better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I love breaking up with someone over flowers because it is such a college thing to do where it's like, this was the last straw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like getting, but in terms of friendships though, like I think the reason why friendships are hard to keep up with is because 
they're supposed to be the ones that you empty your cup and vent to. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, when there's something about that friend that you mm-hmm. need to empty your cup about, you're like, how do I do this without like upsetting them, hurting them? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to do. So you just more often than not, people like elect to just stay uncomfortable. You yeah. know what I mean? And then that festers into like something more messy. And you're mm-hmm. just like, what the fuck? Now I can't be friends with that person anymore because I didn't have the balls to say something. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. We well, get a lot of lady problems about that kind of stuff, too. And we, we've talked about this before. And we're like, yeah, we give the advice of like, just air it out. But it's like most people aren't going to end up doing that. It's hard. Yes. It's so practice. hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. And we also, I mean, we do live in a, also a, a society that is so like hustle based that is also like get, have your, get married, have your fucking kid. Contribute, 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 yes. contribute. Four hundred one k. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and a friend is not financially feasible and doesn't fit into the plan in any way. How? I mean, what, what can I, you give back if you have a friend? And it's like, I, I just want to be happy. <laughs> one of my favorite things about myself is I am always ready to go on a trip with my girlfriends at the drop of a hat. Like it's yeah. like I. It's like mm-hmm. yeah. Some of my friends want to do something. I'm out of here. Let's go. <laughs> Listen, my, you know, you guys have heard of a baby moon, right? Like where like the the couple like gets away and they like go on. Oh. My baby moon was with my girlfriends. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, that's, that's what I I'm like. Gabrielle yes. planned it. She like found us a cute little cabin in the woods, and then like I went away with my lady friends. That's so. This cool. definitely sounds like almost the beginning of a horror movie. So I'm glad. <laughs> Baby moon. Yeah. I love it. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and most of us most of us are people of color, so we were like, oh, we would have all died in that scenario. Because right. that's usually what oh, happens no. in a horror movie. Who goes first? Oh, I love oh it. gosh, yes. But yeah, I mean to but to the point of what the what the show has done for us is like in a way it's like helped us be our, be our own um, therapist for our own friendship in a way like we've with our solo episodes when we don't have a guest is like when we have the toughest conversations which I think has been great like mm-hmm. we just uh, released one not long ago about um, like faith and friendships because like we both grew up with very different experiences like Gabrielle is Christian and I'm Hindu mm-hmm. and you know like we had to like have a conversation navigating around being respectful of each other, but also like being like, Hey, like you don't understand that like, this has been really hard for me. And I don't say these things because nobody like understands what it's like to like grow up in, um, you know, until you talk about it, like no one knows, no one knows what it feels like to be a first gen kid of like a Hindu family where like the whole country is based on Christianity. And like, Mm -hmm. I only celebrate Christian out of survival, like Christmas out of survival. Of course. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. um, but it was really nice to finally have that conversation at fucking 35 years old, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That That is really important to like, get it out there. So it's cool. You guys have created a space where it's like, all right, this is a space where we're going to talk about this shit. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, Gabrielle, don't we have like another? What's the next one we have coming up? Where it's um, jealousy versus envy. Yeah, and friendships. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's another tough topic, and the what, the, how the two words intertwine with each other. However, they are so different. How do you mm-hmm. think and that how, they're different? Oh, Pallavi actually explains it better than I do. Oh, I'm putting you uh, on the spot. Well, I mean, Webster, like Merriam-Webster has like two different definitions for them, which they're a little cyclical, but um, essentially like envy is like a normal feeling where like you, mm-hmm. it's apparently will creep into any reaction to ha- you have to like, um, even if it's positive to like somebody's good news or good fortune or something like that, you could be like, you could always have that twinge of like, oh, 
wouldn't that be nice? And that's what envy is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then envy can like quickly turn into jealousy if it's like if you the jealousy is like you feeling like that person is taking something away from you but with something they have and oh, that's the difference yeah. oh it's like envy it, it, jealousy is envy with a scarcity mindset it's, kind of it's more exactly. like resentment exactly mm-hmm. it yeah. festers and like turns into resentment and like oh they they have something and i and i don't know how to deal with them having all of this happiness and success and i don't and i don't mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a tough one. Yeah, it was a tough one. We also (laughs) talked about uh, weak ties, how the people you miss that you don't know uh, Mm -hmm. in your life, because coming back into a more, you know, if it's ever going to be normal ever again, but not so socially distanced world, like the amount of people that you, the barista at the coffee shop or the person at the corner or, you know, the homeless guy Mm -hmm. that's so nice that you always see and give him some food sometimes, like those people that you actually don't know is a part of your psych- psychological balance, you know, mm-hmm. and, to, and and part of your community. And yeah. so those friendships, too, have lacked, obviously, for the last year. And, like, how mm-hmm. is everybody dealing with that when you are isolated and you are just, like, hoarding and, and um, binging your close relationships for just a year versus mm-hmm. the balance of your community? We, I like that one a lot, too. It was, a, it was a article from The Atlantic that we just kind of dived into. Mm, and we have a lot really of sexy guests. Yeah, we have a lot of sexy yeah. guests too. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, of course. Of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, I I was thinking about that because like I I remember one time my friend being like, "Why do you like to get like fucked up so much?" <laughs> and and <laughs> me Okay. <laughs> separate question but it's a whole other whole other episode yeah 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 but she was basically like you know i really like going out and like meeting people meeting new people and like finding out their story or whatever Mm -hmm. and i was like well that's the part of it like i like having like maybe it's an adventure with one person for a night that you know i don't know if i'm gonna see them again or something but i just i like meeting people and i don't Mm -hmm. know where that lives in if i'm not you know if you're at a bar or something it's obviously lends itself to that and it's a little more awkward being like i'm gonna take a class and then make friends or something like that because that's not necessarily what i want i just want to like talk to someone for a few hours or something you know Mm -hmm. we were talking about that in the context of like kids that are like people in their uh, 20s who are just getting out of college who like they're not going to be able to have those water cooler moments with people you know because like so many like professional advancements can happen just like in the in-between times you know like we're talking about especially in our industry it's like going to quote networking events or like just going to the same coffee shop where you like might meet somebody who could change your life as a collaborative partner or something because you Mm -hmm. see them every day and you just have small talk with them and it's like small talk is eventually moves into something else if you see them often enough and like those kids aren't getting any of that it's funny we were talking about like networking stuff because i i've been doing a little bit of clubhouse and i like was in a thing the other day that was casting directors talking to people and i had a question about I a real those rooms uh, mm-hmm. it was a night i was like wow this is a fucking nightmare this guy was going <laughs> this guy was going into such detail because somebody was like is it safe to go back on set and this one like guy was just like describing like well they put the thing in my nostrils and i was like why why is this happening why are you talking about your covid test in such detail anyway 
I tweeted about how like kind of annoying the room was, but I didn't think when you go on when you go on, people are looking at your Twitter and stuff. So I think they <laughs> I think they saw my tweet talking shit about it because I asked my question and one person answered and then everyone else was oh, silent. No. And like yeah. and I was yeah. like, oh whoops. Ooh, you like so accidentally old. reply all of that comment. Like Yeah, you yeah. absolutely yeah. did. Oh. Man, yeah. Barbara, that's a that's a Hilarious. cyber ant right there. That I like Yeah, it. I cyber anted. I cyber that's- I anted in cyberspace um oh my god well, right. i'm gonna write that one down so i don't make that yeah <laughs> make oh a god. tweet like a day Apparently. later not at the time when they're they're about to pull you on stage because they were literally taking <laughs> half an hour to answer other people's questions and then they've like cut me off oh, <laughs> I, I, I essentially got the k i got the cane around the <laughs> around, you know and pulled off stage yeah, so. da, 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 da. yeah. yeah. Badge of honor. <laughs> absolute badge of honor i love All right, it we have to take a break we'll be back with lady problem We're back, guys. I am Tess. <laughs> I'm, I'm Brandy. <laughs> and we're with Gabrielle Ruiz and Paula V. Sastry. And I'm Paula V's best friend. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Your only credit we're giving you. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> Perfect. I'll get I'll get in a lot of rooms with that. I'm Polly's best friend. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> All right, let's do a lady problem, shall we? Yeah. If you have lady problems, you can send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com or hit us up on our voicemail at three two three six but thirty. What is six but thirty? Six but thirty. B U T T. Quite Broadway level, but you know yeah, we're, we're working there, our way. Baby. The dynamics are the dynamics are award winning, though. Yes, I have they to are. Say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We'd like to think so. <laughs> so this okay. one was written into us. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up, ladies? First of all, you are all just terrific. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering this for a while. How do you break up with a friend who hasn't really done anything wrong? I realize I have a couple of friendships that I think I've outgrown. I've experienced a lot of change this year. Who hasn't? But basically, I just give way fewer fucks. I'm a little more tired. (laughs) (laughs) I love the close friends that I have, and I'm good with that. This is hard to write without sounding like a monster. Breaking up with friends is so much more complicated than with a significant other. I just don't feel much of an attachment to these friends, which I feel really horrible about. Hanging out is not a good time to me. I mean, I can hang, talk, have an okay time, but I'm just not into it. I don't want to just see people because I feel obligated not to hurt their feelings. I guess if they're a romantic situation, I wouldn't feel any hesitation walking away, right? The tricky part is that they haven't done anything wrong. There's nothing I can point to and be like, this is why I'm not going to be your pal anymore. I think I've just changed. I do not want to hurt them. They don't deserve that. But like, what the heck is the other option? I've tried low-key ghosting, not responding, not be available to make plans, not being the one to reach out. But they still try. Again, am I being a monster? (laughs) I do care about them. I just don't have the emotional bandwidth to be a good friend. I feel bad even writing this email. Should I just be a low-key lame friend forever? Anyway, yeah, thanks a bunch. I love the podcast, etc. Oh, dear kudos. monster friend. 
Kudos for writing it all down, though, and getting it out there. That's the first step that you know what you need. Are we just like going into like giving them advice? Okay, okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, first of all, I don't have all the answers, but uh, I will say we've talked about this a lot where like you need to move. And Gabrielle's really good about expanding on this idea, but like you got to think about your bandwidth in terms of friendship as how Harvey Guillen presented it to us as a tiered cake. And the top of the top tier are like those people that, you know, you already have your closest friends and whatnot. And it's okay to bring people down on the tier, but still love them for where they're at in your life. Yeah. French Stewart has, has used doses as uh, like, like drug doses as his, uh, his method instead of a cake, but you know, still fun. <laughs> same, 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 same. <laughs> but then does she have to tell this person that that's what she wants to do? Cause it sounds like she's been trying to like, do that on her own accord but this person kind of seems like do you think they'll just eventually get the hint or is that like a conversation she needs to have right like it's not getting to the cake tier without her putting some work in or something yeah well I mean I think it's like being I think it's okay to be upfront about your bandwidth without making it about them right mm-hmm. it's like it's making yeah. in that regard maybe in this situation it might be okay to make it about you and be like hey i'm working on this and this in my life and i don't want to drop the ball on you as a friend mm. so just be patient with me as i figure it out right it's like being like really upfront about where you're at and not making it about any sort of shortcoming or like lack of desire of wanting to be their friend does that yeah, make sense yeah definitely yeah and yeah. if that and if that person on the other side were to take it personally or in any way make it toxic because of that being a reaction then they just aren't a good friend and then that's a release i was gonna say Maybe and then, you get, and then you're, there's your out yeah, yeah well there's yeah. your out and also there's your answer because what is it that they exactly need from you so much that they're not getting somewhere else right and so mm-hmm. if it's true friendship which should be platonic there is there is unconditional giving and not needing to receive when it comes to like the everyday smaller circle stuff because if they're on a larger circle if they're in a larger tier of the cake which is the lower tier which is not also seeing them so much or not giving so much vulnerability or giving them you know your your suck you know your story that sucks for the day and all that kind of stuff getting that kind of advice then it's like hey call me when you can just let me know when you can you know there's gonna be a big barbecue for the fourth of july just come no worries no pressure you know, that's it seems like where this person wants that other person to be. And if that person can't handle that, then you really get your answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like I the think. idea because we are kind of moving back into like an era where we can, I think, maybe at least later on this year, be able to have like a little bit of bigger get togethers. So maybe like, yeah, if, they, if you if that is like the type of friend that you do just want to have, maybe you do occasionally want to see them a couple times a year, then just right. invite them to that shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. sounds like they don't ever want to see them, but <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they're tired. Sounds like yeah. they just don't want to give them any time of their life, which I'm not, I don't think is bad. They know that, but it's just hard right, yeah. to do. I mean, yeah. I think also the other route is to go the how to lose a guy in 10 days, like try to actively sabotage the friendship, <laughs> push them away or to the yeah. brink. Um, I mean, Gabrielle also like, uh, you know, one of the things that she brings up as like a, her go-to is like, you. they could also get the point if you are consistent with the whole, okay, do you want me to listen right now or do you want my advice? Because like they then maybe that other person will realize that they're like <laughs> taking up a lot of bandwidth within that friendship and being like, oh, I'm really exhausting her right now because she keeps asking me the same question over and over again every time we talk. 
know? Yeah. Mm. I did have, I had somebody kind of try to like start hanging out again outside uh, recently. And I was just like, no, we're not. I mean, it worked. I didn't really do be very responsive. So I think they did get the hint, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm. but I just, I know that feeling of, I was like, we're not natural friends. We're just not. That's hard when someone's trying to force it. And it's like, this shouldn't take, energy you know Mm -hmm. you know when you're around someone who you just like it works and whatever and i shouldn't be like so rubbed the wrong way every time you text me (laughs) you know what this is kind of insane though and i'm gonna do that really annoying thing of like i read somewhere in an article but like like a large percentage like whatever this article is about was a large percentage of people like aren't as close to the people in their life as they think they are like a lot oh, of people, yeah. a lot. Of, so that's kind of like, what do you do about that? It's like one of the parties is like not at the party. Mm. No, it's so yeah. true. So we actually have like maybe a um, a reference for this person. Like you should go check out Danielle Byer Jackson. I don't know if you guys have show notes or something, but like you could totally, we could totally shout her out for a million of these sorts of questions because she taught like she speaking of somebody who's good at TikTok, but like in 30 seconds, like she will give you the exact way you should handle these types of situations. Mm. Um, So I highly recommend. Mm. um, And she's been a guest on our show because she's like a certified friendship coach. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So she definitely has more answers than we do. (laughs) Well, certified answers. She has certified (laughs) answers. She can sign yeah. off on how to dump this person. <laughs> so to to the friendship monster that asked the question, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in practice, I think what I honestly, okay, yeah, great. Here's what I think would actually work. Just keep ghosting them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> it's hard, but... It's hard. It's hard having like we just don't have the language for like the platonic version of this. And it is also from from this other person's point of view too. It's like gotta be hard to hit your self esteem yeah. if like somebody doesn't want to see you and you feel that whether it's a platonic or romantic relationship. So it's like any way that you can like make that severance is also giving them the space to find somebody that actually does want to be in their life too. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did say that like this person didn't do anything wrong, right? And it's yeah. like I don't know. I guess like maybe I'm just like trying to put myself on the chopping block here and being like just honesty is the best policy in terms of like texting them back and being like hey you're awesome and I think you're great um, I just don't have the bandwidth right now so like I just I can't hang out in this moment so you know I'll I'll totally like you know let's let's keep in touch as best as we can I'm so sorry don't say that don't say that don't keep in touch as best we can so the other person's trying to do already I know I know then, but what yeah. I'm trying to say is like you know just give but that at least gives them the hint right that you're just like I can't do this right now <laughs> And then cut to you posting a photo with every single other person they know except them on Instagram. Restrict really their like, Instagram. No. There's not a, there's not like a hard and fast winner answer on this one. That's a tough no. question. A very I mean, good, you could tough. get like monogrammed gifts made up for all the people you want to stay friends with. And then <laughs> just some people don't get um, just some own. mean, some real mean girl <laughs> shit. Yeah. Lean into the monster of it all. <laughs> I did have a girlfriend do that once. I like tagged a bunch of people, but like I was totally pregnant and I, I don't know, mom brain, I guess. And like to me, it's social media is not that deep so if I forget to tag you it doesn't mean I don't like you yeah but like a friend of mine literally like texted me afterwards she was like she like texted me the link to the post and she was like I'm so glad you're so loved by so many people oh my god wow (laughs) oh my god deep and then now she's now she's living in the ganache right she's like been moved (laughs) 
<laughs> oh yeah, we're not really we're not really friends anymore. We can match, ref Brandy. Thank you. Been watching Break Off. Uh, <laughs> Living in the ganache. That sounds very fancy. You're in deep ganache, baby. Get out of here. I know. People are going to hear this like response to us and be like, they have a friendship podcast? I was like, I told you. I don't have all the answers, but we try our best. That's what friendship is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. trying your best. No, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's about it. <laughs> uh, what else you got to throw at us? Um, well, actually, why don't you just tell people where they can find your show, your socials, all that stuff. Uh, okay, so the show is What Are Friends For? We're literally WAF podcast everywhere. W-A-F-F podcast.com slash podcast. You know, all of that stuff. It's WAF podcast. And then um, our names are our personal socials everywhere, basically. Great, yeah. and easy. then you can also um, it, uh, you can you can also join us at monthly for our live shows as a Patreon subscriber. It's two bucks to five bucks a month. We've had really great guests, and we do a Zoomsies Livesies is what I call it. <laughs> we might transition over to Clubhouse Babs. We'll let you know. Ooh. And um, but we we do like the interactive like get together monthly with just a, a live show energy for what we have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully in the fall or maybe 2022, we have some real live shows, like in-person ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Wet Ass Friends Forever. That's the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, what are friends for? Um, thanks for being on the show, you guys. This has been awesome. Thank you for having us. We are, you guys are so great. So much Aww. fun, guys. Thank you. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Three, two, three. Six but thirty. It's six but thirty somewhere. Hey, ladies. So I just heard the voicemail from the last episode, and I need to tell you what I've been wanting to tell you for a long time, which is I always thought your theme song was talking about being in your corporate best. So it took me maybe a year to figure out that it was, and of course there's Tess, but I still sing it in your corporate best. No offense, Tess. It just rings well, well for me. Have a great day. Hi, ladies. Um, I'm a new listener. I'm catching up on all your episodes. I absolutely love them. But my lady problem is a simple question that I cannot figure out, which is the theme song lyrics for Lady to Lady. So it's like Barbara, Brandy, and a mm-mm test. And I just can't figure out what test, like, the funny thing is, is that I want it to be like, and a slut name test, but it's not that. I tried. And then, like, every other thing I think of is dirty, like, and a in test, but it's not that either. Anyways, tiny, simple problem. I could probably Google it, but I thought it'd be funnier to ask. So hit me up in the podcast. Thanks, ladies.